This is Vertical Living. I'm Jeff, and I'm glad you decided to join me today. We're going to talk about how you can strengthen the most important relationship you have. So grab a chair, sit back, and relax. Let's go vertical. Hello again, and thanks for joining us at Vertical Living. This is a podcast all about you strengthening your relationship with God. I wanted to start out today by telling you a story. It's about a man that had a son. He had been sick for quite some time, and he was at his wit's end on what to do. He was scared, confused, and most likely frustrated. How many of us can relate to this? We find ourselves in the middle of something that we are powerless to correct. We try and try, but nothing helps. That's where this father was. When we're in the middle of stuff like this, it's easy to blame God for the circumstances. After all, didn't he test Job? He must be testing us. Well, sometimes that's true. God uses everything to point us to him. But sometimes he doesn't cause it. It could be that life is just life. The Bible says in Matthew 5 that God causes it to rain on the just and unjust. Now I have heard this verse quoted my entire life, and it always seemed like a dismissal of my feelings. But it isn't. We need to understand that sometimes stuff just happens. And God didn't cause the stuff, but he will use it to bring us and others closer to him. Back to the father I was talking about earlier. He talked to a few people that he heard could help, but they were unable to fix it for him. Yet again, his hopes of an end were crushed. He was so close to a solution, but it had evaded him and he was back to square one. So what now? I can relate to this dad. He was concerned about his son, but nothing worked. What do you do when it seems that you're at the end of the road? What is the next step? How do you keep going? I'm sure this father asked all of these questions and more. It's in these times that believing God and his promises can be hardest. We pray, then we cry, then we seek. We pray, then we cry, and then we seek. We pray, we cry, we seek, pray, cry, seek. It seems like the cycle is endless. I'm sure this is how this father felt. Life was spinning and spinning with nowhere to get off. So what do we do in those circumstances? I'm sure we've all been to this point at some time in life. Maybe it's from a constant illness. Maybe it's from a job loss. Maybe it's from a relationship that has fallen apart. No matter what it is, we can all relate to this man in some way, shape, or form. These times are when we begin to doubt that God cares. If he did, maybe it wouldn't be so bad. Or maybe he just forgot about me. Not entirely, but he's working on other, more important things. Listen to me very, very closely. Nothing could be further from the truth. God hasn't forgotten about you. He doesn't think you are unimportant or not worth his time. Listen to what he said in an Old Testament about this. But now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob. He who formed you, Israel. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. Did you catch that? This verse says that God called us by name. That's a personal thing. To call someone by their name, you have to be either introduced to them, be told their name, or know their name. God is the latter in this. He knows your name. Not only does he know your name, but he calls you by it. Frustrated, discouraged, And at the end of his rope, this father approaches Jesus. He presents the problem along with his frustrations. 
This is interesting to me because it shows two things. First, it shows that this man was desperate. He had been dealing with this issue for a long time. Second, it shows that he was willing to keep going forward until he found what he was looking for. That was healing for his son. This is the kind of faith that Jesus looks for. It is determined. It is tireless. It is relentless. And it is always rewarded. How do I know that? Simple. God told us. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, he says, And without faith it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Somehow this man knew this. Somehow he knew the disciples' inability to fix the problem wasn't the end. Somehow he knew that Jesus could fix this when no one else could. But there was also something else. When the Spirit saw Jesus, it says in Mark chapter 9, it immediately threw the boy into a convulsion. He fell to the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked the boy's father, how long has he been like this? It's interesting to me that Jesus asked the dad a question when the boy is brought to him. We see Jesus do this quite a lot. Without fail, it seems it's to get those coming to him to face what's really going on. Jesus could have thrown the demon out and sent him happily on their way. But he never leaves the underlying issues there to overshadow the things he does in our lives. Look at the father's response. He knows the details. He's been dealing with this for a long time. From childhood, he answered. It has often thrown him into the fire or water to kill him. But that wasn't the end of the response. There was more, and it's exactly why Jesus asked that question. It forced this man to admit to Jesus something that he hadn't told anyone else. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. There it is, the thing that he has struggled with, the thing that has weighed on his emotions. It's been nagging at him. I'm not sure you can do it. It's been so long that this may just be how it is. I may just have to live with it. Notice that he didn't say help him. He said help us. He said us because his father was hurting too. He wasn't just bringing his son to Jesus, he was bringing himself. It's as if he was saying that he needed this just as much as his son did. I'm not sure if you can help my marriage, but if you can do anything, please help us. I'm not sure if you can help our finances, but if you can do anything, please help us. I'm not sure if you can help my unruly kids, but if you can do anything, please help us. If there's anything you can do, please do it for us. It's been so long and so hard. Just please help us. Jesus' response gets right to the point. If you can, said Jesus, everything is possible for one who believes. And the man answers right back, exposing what he had never told anyone else. Immediately, the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. This man was admitting to all the onlookers that there was part of him that didn't believe that even Jesus could do it. He admitted that he had been dealing with this for so long that parts of him had lost hope that there was an end to this. He admitted to being so exhausted that he couldn't see that this could end. Parts of him had succumbed to life as it now was. If we're honest with ourselves, we can probably admit the same thing. We've tried everything we know to try and nothing has worked. We have prayed... We have believed and we have declared, but still the road doesn't end and the hope seems to grow dimmer. 
But this man's admission of the parts of him that didn't believe launched him into his miracle. It propelled him into the next season of life where he no longer dealt with tragedy, but he lived in triumph. And that's just where God wants you to be. It's okay that we feel worn out, beaten down, and frustrated. No one said that following God was easy. He just said that we have to believe him. Hold on to the promise that God spoke to you in the darkest time. Hang on with tenacity to his word because it gives life. And most of all, believe. Believe when everything around you is crumbling. Believe when all hope seems to be lost. Believe when the road is dark and you can't seem to find your way out. Believe that the miracle is on the way when no one else can help you with it. Believe all the way to Jesus. Because when you do, get ready to be launched into your miracle. Remember the words of Jesus. Everything is possible for one who believes. Heavenly Father, I pray very simply help us believe i am sure there are those listening that are at their rope's end they fear that this is the way that life is that there is no way out that no one can help they have tried and tried and tried and they have trusted and they have prayed and they have done everything they know to do and yet still there is no relief and we go back to your word, and it says everything is possible to him who believes. And God, we pray the same thing that that father prayed. Help our unbelief. Help us in the deep parts that say, I don't know what to do, and I don't know where to turn, and I don't even know, God, if you can do it. But God, we know you can. And I am asking you, that you move in the lives of your people. Launch them into your miracle. Launch them into your blessing and into your provision. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Vertical Living. Be sure to check me out on Facebook at facebook.com slash RevJeffW. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. I hope to see you next time.